Good Geist. A podcast series on sustainability. Hosted by Damla Özlüer and Steve Connor. Brought to you by the DNS Network. Hello, hello, everyone. You are listening to Good Guys, the message on sustainability, which is brought to you by the DNS Network, the global network of agencies dedicated to making the world a better place. This is Damla from Mira Agency Istanbul. And this is Steve from Creative Concern in Manchester. So this podcast series explores global sustainability issues, how they're communicated and what creativity can do to make positive change happen. So in this episode, we're going to talk to the project manager of one of our greatest agencies, Silverback from Rome. So Silverback is one of the first sustainable communications agencies that joined our DNS network. And our amazing, awesome guest, Nicola Moskeni, is the link that combines the energy of the youth and the knowledge of the past. How poetic is that, Nicola? Uh, he's a scientist with a PhD in sustainable urban development, runs loads of Silverback campaigns, president of the Green Influencer Club and a project developer for Green Heroes. So, Nicola, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to Damla and myself. Hi, 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 guys. Hi, Steve. I'm Damla. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you, Nico. And wow, Nico, so many hats and a very sharp yet just one head. Let's start with your journey. How did a scientist become a campaign manager in sustainability? You know, uh, my academic career was in the architecture and uh, urban development uh, settlement. So uh, I, I was an academic, I was a researcher, but many, many times I thought that we have so uh, a big bunch of data, a big bunch of knowledge. And uh, every time I found myself uh, uh, with friends or with family, I have to explain them uh, this kind of uh, concept. Uh, but we need the communication linked with science. So uh, at a certain point of my life, I was working in an academic project and uh, Silverback was there uh, as our press uh, agency. Uh, at this time, uh, I decided to be also a communicator other than uh, a researcher. So, Nico, um, so I, I totally didn't realize that at one point in time, Silverback, I guess you you were their client. That sounds amazing. And so you you blend together science and academic sort of background, campaigning, and a desire to save the world. So is this your dream job or what? Um, I like to uh, consider myself uh, as a an activist uh, doing my job, literally. Uh, the, at, at this moment, you have so much way to, uh, so many ways to be an activist. You can be an activist going uh, in on the uh, in the squares, uh, screaming and fighting for the climate against for the climate crisis. You can uh, paint uh, over the Joconda if you want. And uh, I decided to be an activist uh, behind the desk and campaigning with Silverback. Well, Nico, when we look at your work and also the Silverback's work, as Steve put it very correctly, 
science, campaigning, saving the world, everything together, and designing and communication. So this methodology requires more than a creative agency structure. What are the extra skill sets Silverback brings to the table? And how do you think this methodology creates a difference in sustainable communications? Um, you know, uh, we in Silverback, we are not only communicators, but uh, as me, other guys and girls here in Silverback are coming from other fields, uh, me from architecture, someone from biology, other from energy and so on. Uh, so we are technicians and professionals of the sustainability sector uh, that uh, loves to do uh, communication. And uh, this is the main fact that uh, it, it, uh, it let us to understand very, very well this, the sustainability sector, the problems, the issues, and what companies are looking for. At the same time, we are the abilities to uh, provide some messages that uh, can spread all over the community. So I think that uh, our main peculiarities are that uh, uh, we we have the the knowledge to to synthesize to build some messages that are really really focused uh, both on the correct side the, uh, of the of the information and the good way to to convey the message to uh, a, a big public. So, Nico, I would like us to dive in. To the specifics of one of your projects there's there's one campaign um which i i love to bits i i know that you've shared it with all of us in the network at least once i think and it's the uh ciclo apenia i've probably made a terrible job of my italian there um ciclo apenia campaign which was the first cycle ride ever organized in italy which symbolically linked the the amount of kilometers people traveled to um the planting of trees to reforest the country and it was and it i know it was beautifully designed as well which you'll have to describe for us so tell us about that project thank you um so the ciclo pennina campaign uh, was led for misura is one of the our major clients uh, they deal with uh, healthy food here in italy they're really really known so we think that uh, we can match uh, the uh, a bike competition that it was not really a competition, but it's a, a good ride between the mountains in the center of Italy. And uh, the more you ride your bike, the more you participate in this competition, the more the clients will be uh, involved in a in an environmental project that we we, we linked after the, the the competition. So we think that uh, okay, it's a competition, but who? Uh, or what is really winning uh, uh, with this campaign? This is the, the environment. So here in Italy now, we have a big problem with uh, finding trees too, uh, for the forestation, for the project like uh, uh, forestation and so on. And so we think that uh, uh, if we want to do with the client a good pro environmental project, we don't, we didn't need to talk about uh, we have to plant trees, no, but we have to produce to uh, make burnt trees. So uh, we gather uh, uh, around 500 people riding uh, uh, on that day uh, in, in June last year. And uh, the more the people uh, participate in the competition, the, the bigger uh, these um, woods that produce uh, uh, seeds will be uh, realized by the uh, universities here in Italy. So we 
we put together a company with the, uh, a, a good economical power, an institution, there are the three universities that help us with this, uh, uh, with this project and, uh, the people who join us during the competition. So this is our ecosystem way of thinking. So we, we put all together for our, our main target that we want to be uh, effective. We want to be, uh, really, uh, match with what the, the environment and we need to, to survive and to go on. Well, this is not only the ecosystem of thinking. I think it's a mind map and you are always following that map. Uh, and we can also see this in your many projects because in the DNS, we have been together like almost 10 years now. And in most of uh, your projects, you seem to combine three expertise areas together. I mean, you get involved in the matter as if you are an NGO and campaign like one. Then you collect data as if you are an academic institu institution, not an agency, and then design and execute campaigns as a communication agency. So I have an insider question, actually, because this seems always too much for me. How can you make this frame feasible, both for your agency and your clients? Um, for us, uh, it's uh, an easy way of thinking because. Uh, we want to contribute with our work, as I said before, activists with our job. Um, for our clients, uh, it's a simple uh, reason to explain to them because we say, okay, you want to join us, uh, to be partner with us because we, we consider them uh, uh, as partners. Um, you want to start a new uh, sustainability journey that led us, uh, you, uh, the reputation you want from that also, you want to be involved in something important, you want to be uh, liable in what you do. So if we uh, are good enough to understand what uh, uh, can be a, a correct project for them and a correct project also for uh, for, for the environment. So uh, we we do projects that stay in the territory and they are effective they they can produce something good for the environment so we we explain this to our clients and we explain if you do that you don't only uh, maintain your reputation or uh, gain more reputation on that but uh, you 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 will not have problems in the future with people telling you that you are you did something wrong or you did something only for your reputation but uh, this is the way the clients feel okay with our approach because they understand that what we propose to them as project or as campaigns, uh, they can trust the, the effectiveness of the projects. And do you think, Nicola, on that, uh, and I want to ask you about the kind of impact that Silverback has, but because you uh, are well-known as an agency, ever so, I, when did Simonetta start silverback it was some time ago now wasn't it yeah it's 2009 it's uh yeah. our 15th anniversary this year <gasps> happy birthday um <laughs> the um so i think you because you're quite well known as an agency for your work now and quite established there there comes a point at which there is a certain amount of trust uh, and a set of brand a brand recognition that you bring to a project i would have thought uh for some of your clients is that the case 
yeah, uh, most of times we have um, still the uh, we we are lucky because sometimes we can say no to someone mm. uh, when, for example, we 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 are con- contacted from companies that we don't think they are really engaged in the uh, in the fight to the climate crisis. Uh, but they want just greenwashing people. Yeah. Uh, we are lucky. We can say no to them because we have our reputation. At the same time, we we be- we strongly believe in what we we do and what our clients do with us. Right. I mean that that means Nicola, we can let our listeners into a a bit of a do not smile secret here. But whenever we're together, we all have a discussion about when do you say no to a client. Yeah. Um, it happens all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it, happens, it happens a lot of times because uh, it's hard to understand which is the limit for that. But personally, I think that, uh, okay, maybe today you are not the, the best company in the world about sustainability and about your engagement on that. But if you, are, if you have the good vision, uh, we can work together because... Uh, if you want to go in the future with the correct path, with the, a good intention to, uh, that's okay to me. Even if today you are not so good, but mm. if uh, our work can help you to gain new targets, gain new, uh, a new future for, for your company, uh, not only for your company, but uh, participating um, uh, in, in the activism in some way. Mm, so mm. for me, the no is when you just ask to uh, just give me some makeup, let's say. Uh, for mm. me, that, that's a no. Uh, yeah, if, absolutely. You, if you understand that today you are not perfect, but you want to be better, that's a, that's a yes for me. Great. And just one last thing from me, Damla, uh, for Nicola, and then I'll hand over to you. But I want to talk about one of the things that's very, I think, very distinctive about our agencies in the DNS network is because we work to literally make a a better world and we make change happen. So we're very focused on impact, not just simply how many products has somebody sold or something. And so for you, thinking about the projects that you've been involved in, um, which project for you has had the biggest impact? And uh, and also, if you could work on any brief for any campaign anywhere in the world to make an amazing impact, what would that be? Oh, um, I don't have a, a, a project that I love the most because I love them <laughs> uh, <laughs> all, uh, for sure, because we, we put a lot of spirit and love of heart in our project. So, But I have to say that the, the, the campaigns dealing with young people with students uh, are really the most exciting moment for me because you understand that new generations are really sharp on what we need to do and what we need to ask to our governments to to change this situation and uh, when you recognize that uh, you give some voice to them uh, uh, I'm really, I was really, really proud of me in that moment when I understand, uh, okay, they have a voice, they don't have a chance to uh, spread out it, and we give them a chance with, with a campaign or with a project. So this is, uh, let's say, one of the best moments of my job. 
And okay, which kind of campaign I want to do? Um, let's say that uh, no matter what campaign, but uh, uh, my dream is really to, to, to see something changing, starting from something we, we, we plan inside our office. But um, we, we, we speak a lot about the, 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 the impact of our campaigns or how much impact can a campaign do or an event can do. I think this uh, in, in our field, uh, and I think it's something that every agency in DNS can understand, uh, there's no numbers for the impact uh, when you do a good campaign to provide the good values. Well, that reminds me of uh, Creative Concerns motto, Steve, uh, Steve's agency in Manchester, work that matters, right, Nico? Yeah. So when we're talking about our work, Silverback's bottom line is our communication tries to obey three rules, make it personal, make it sexy, make it fun. So sustainability is a huge issue with lots of different stakeholders it's just like Leviathan. I mean, many, many parts of it. So it usually depends on strict scientific research, which can be called as dull sometimes. And at this very moment of global crisis, it carries a bit of doomist truth and tune in, inside. So my question is, why personal? How sexy? How much fun? <laughs> Uh, of course, the answer it depends. But let's say that uh, uh, we saw in a lot, a lot, a lot of years different ways to communicate climate crisis, different ways to communicate the emergency of it, and we are still here, everyone, uh, every one of us. So the main thing is that we need to create sexy campaigns. Uh, uh, also talking about the environment and sexy in, in the way that we need to, uh, seduce people, uh, to uh, convince them that we need to do all together something. So that's the way we intend the, the sex thing. And, uh, um, how much fun? It depends, of course, but every time, if you, uh, make smile people, um, thoughts uh, are rolling better in, inside our minds uh, and uh, uh, I think that uh, even if we are in a state of emergency even if we have so much problems that nobody knows if we can uh, go on with those uh, I think at the same time uh, we need to to convince also who think that um, talking about the environmental is boring is something I don't want to talk about because I feel sad if I spoke with I, I speak about that. So if it, you can find some way to be fun or to be uh, ironic, uh, maybe this is a good receipt to uh, to gain new public, to gain new consideration from people that uh, are faking uh, some destruction on on the on the topic. I love that, Nico. The, um, I mean, it is so true. It's, it, there is a moment, isn't there, when, when you've made somebody smile from your create, particularly through your creativity, um, you, you 
you kind of suddenly have this window open, don't you, where you can talk to them in a completely different way from if you were shouting or scaring them. It's a, a completely different psychological moment, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think that uh, every word counts, every um, every voice counts. So everyone should be uh, comfortable in what uh, they say and what they do. Uh, but uh, we try to uh, go from facts to actions. Let's mm -hmm. say, according to me, at this moment, we are already in facts. So we, we need, which are the, the facts on, on climate crisis. But we gone, uh, we have to go on actions and no, uh, no one feel the, the same engagement. No one feel the same, uh, involvement, uh, when you have to act. Uh, so if you find a way to convince people, uh, and this is the, what the communication do, uh, but most of times you think that uh, this is not what environmental communication do, because you think you have to uh, scare people, you have to mm. shout them, uh, and but uh, not everyone is uh, uh, is like that. So you have to 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 to, to join people together, all together in different ways, with different campaigns, with different way of be an activist. Yeah. And just before I pass back to Damla, Nico, I, I just wanted to go slightly back to your thoughts on young people. And because you took a leading role in um, the Co-op Youth pro Project, um, uh, and in many ways, you know, are, are a youth climate act activist yourself. And I, I, what are your thoughts around including different generations in climate action and and in particular how do we build a bridge between you know young people who uh, are fighting for their future and um older generations how can we bring generations together uh, i think it's a matter of understand who are the the young generation because uh, if for example our politician may understand that uh, Young people of 16, 17 years old now are going to vote, for example. And now people of 16, 17 years old and younger too, uh, they want some answers from our government, mostly in Italy, uh, about the solution of the climate crisis. And uh, if they understand that, they will know that uh, there are not only people shouting on squares, uh, but there are people that are going to vote, for example, and they are going to buy. So companies need to deal with it. Um, so I think that we need to remember that uh, even if you are a young man or girl in, in, our, in one of our city, you are still a, a citizen and you are still a people involved. And the most you will grow up, you will um, involve more and more. And so you, at, at certain point, you will be the voice of the decision, the voice of what facts became actions. Well, time flies, but I want to just put something in here. And it's very, very close to what you said and what Steve asked, actually, generations coming together for good. So you are, with Simonetta, the founder of your agency, actually are a living example of this. You are together to make something good. And she also passes all her experience to young generations. 
So just one note for Simonetta here, for those about to rock sustainability, we salute Simonetta. But can you <laughs> tell us your experience about it? Um, you know, um, as you say at the beginning of uh, this interview, I am in the middle from the youth action and uh, past knowledge. And I find me in the middle again of this because there are younger people inside the agency. There are older people on, for me inside the agency. And every time is something you want to learn more from them because uh, let's say that you, you have always to uh, learn from other people and from people also that have different visions um inside our agency we we smile a lot we cry a lot we uh make parties a lot for our campaigns uh, just to make understand the how we we put passion inside the last june in, uh, during cicla penina when the riders start at beginning with everything like a competition three two one the flags and so on Every everyone in uh, in Silverback were crying because uh, we we felt so proud of us that uh, people from twenty to sixty years old were joined together to put this campaign uh, on the street and it was really amazing. At, at the end of the day, I turn around to my colleagues and I see a bunch of people that loves what they do and at the same time they. They want to 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 make a difference. Oh, that's so inspiring, Nick. I'm gonna I'm going to have to go and lie down in a dark room because I'm just loving all this. Um, last question from us, Nico. Um, because we're just about out of time. So, as you know, our network is called Do Not Smile, ironically, because we need mm -hmm. to make sustainability a subject that brings happiness into the world. So, what object, place, or person always makes you smile? Um. Oh, uh, <laughs> I I always smile at moments. So the moments, uh, as I tell you before, so the moment when we start a campaign and we are crying for, because we are happy with that. At the same time, the moment I get run at home every evening, I come here, I, I come inside, and my dog, my boyfriend, say hi, and I say, okay, that's the people that I do what I do every day beautiful well, well that's it we've got love laughter happiness sexiness and fun damla <laughs> i mean this has definitely been the most uplifting episode we've done what so we far expect from our lovely italian friend right exactly thank, thank you so much guys it was a pleasure so thanks to everyone who has listened to our good guys podcast brought to you by the do not smile network of agencies and make sure you listen to future episodes where we'll be talking to more amazing people like Nico about how we can work together to create a more sustainable future. See you, Damla. See you, Steve. Good Geist. A podcast series on sustainability. Hosted by Damla Özluer and Steve Connor. Brought to you by the DNS Network.